huh? Me an ex ho. What's up, mommy? Hello. To miss me alive. Came to laugh and learn how she live her best life. Became the change in the world she wanna see. Practicing Buddha, she don't even see her enemy. An ex ho, zodiac sign is Gemini. She highly volatile and calm at the same time. The world for what it really is. Through the eyes of the twins Mia XO Zodiac sign is Gemini She highly volatile and calm at the same time Highly volatile and calm at the same time She highly volatile and calm at the same time 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 Hello there, and welcome back to Miss Me Alive, the podcast, my audio adventure as a hospitality connoisseur. This is where I like to share my thoughts on all things events, projects, and lifestyle, plus anything else I feel like sharing my two cents on. Let's go. Before we get started, make sure that you click the link in my bio and check out my upcoming events. I have um, some live streams that'll be coming up on my website and also some virtual networking events that you definitely want to RSVP for. So make sure that you do that immediately. I think I have a virtual networking event coming up in uh, the 28th, I think it is. Don't quote me on that. Check the link in my bio. While you're there, you also want to shop my online store. I'm super, super excited that I am now your Avon lady once again. Yes, I sold Avon. A million years ago and I stopped um, honestly during quarantine because I just wasn't doing just wasn't real motivated I guess but I was looking for that skin so soft for the mosquitoes for this summer because they ate me up last year and the opportunity presented itself for me to become a rep again so make sure that when you're on my website you click that shop tab and check out my online store. And from there, you can go to Avon or Kinsley Armel or doTERRA Essential Oils or shop my Poshmark closet. It's all right there for you. Okay, so check that out. Now, let's talk about guidelines for plating food. First and foremost, you wanna choose the perfect plate. You wanna choose the right plate to conceptualize um, your idea right think of your excuse me think of it think of yourself as an artist your plate as your canvas and your food as your medium okay makes sense right you first want to choose the right size plate because you don't want the plate to be too small the way that it so it won't you know allow your food to sit where it's supposed to sit and not be around the rim but you also don't want your plate to be too big that the portions look super small and it just is all out of whack right while you're choosing the right plate size choose a complementary plate color now I'm sure that you're thinking why wouldn't I use white well it really just depends on what you're plating and and how you're serving it and what not of course but white is always popular because it creates a high contrast 
and provides a neutral background for your colorful creations because your creations should be full of color. Utilize the white space by thinking of the rim as your frame and consider using the rule of thirds to highlight your plate's focal point. When applying, excuse me, when applied to cooking, the rule of thirds describes placing the focal point of your dish to either the left or the right side of the plate rather than in the center. And you want to also choose the right shaped plates. You don't want, you know, a round plate for things that are elongated and vice versa. You want your plate to really just kind of be like I said, like I said earlier, your canvas to show off your creation. Now, placing your ingredients. Place with a clock in mind. <clears throat> You always want to plate with your diner's point of view in mind. So your protein should be between three and nine, your starch or carbohydrate should be between nine and 12, and your vegetable should be between 12 and three. You want to use your moist ingredients as your base. Another rule of thumb is to plate moist or runny ingredients first as they tend to move during delivery if they aren't held by the other foods. One way to anchor your runny ingredients is by placing other foods on top of them. I don't like the use runny, so we're, I don't know. I don't know, are, you, are we saying runny? Are we saying moist? Because neither one of them, I don't like, okay? <laughs> oh, anyway, serve odd amounts of food. If you're serving small foods like shrimps and scallops and bite-sized appetizers, always give guests odd quantities. Serving seven Brussels sprouts instead of six creates a more visual appeal, and diners will also perceive that they're getting more food if they have an odd number. I don't know. It's just how, how our minds work, I guess. <laughs> you don't want to overcrowd your plate. Please, 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 please be sure to never overcrowd your canvas. Keep it simple by focusing on one ingredient, usually the protein. Finding a focal point also ensures that the accompanying ingredients will play a complementary and supporting role. You want to pay attention to the details. Think about color and contrast. Uh, one of the best, I can't even speak you guys. One of the best kept secrets to beautiful plating is paying close attention to the details. Well, obviously, yes, you want to focus on your protein. Consider how the other elements on the plate will create color and contrast because that's also very, very important. This is also where you might uh, use, you know, a little dabble of fruit or some green veggies to add color. Um, to create and access these focal point accent these focal points and that sort of thing um, you want to create a beautiful background and adding greens and fruits will do just that also create height on your plate another way to catch your guests eye is to utilize the power of height creating a tall plate can go a long way towards enhancing that visual appeal Oh my gosh, I have the hiccups, you guys, and I'm so, so very sorry. <sighs> you can also balance out taller ingredients by leaning long, flat items against them. It will provide a better 3D look. Use texture to enhance your dish. Don't forget about texture. Contrasting a smooth vegetable puree with crunchy onion straws 
or topping a steak with crumbled blue cheese creates appealing texture combinations that are classic and high-end cuisine. If you can do it, because I say if, I, I, I'm, I still am practicing this one, but create a design with your sauces. Once you've plated your main ingredients, don't just pour the sauce carelessly over the plate. Instead, think of your squeeze bottle or spoon as a paintbrush and you can make dots and droplets and lines and pulls and pools and foam, etc. Just, you know, makes it look pretty. Use your garnishes purposefully. Choose edible garnishes, um, you know, to help give your plate texture, to help create height, to give it color. But always remember that the garnishes must be related to the dish and should always be edible. You never want to have something on a plate that you're serving to diners that's not edible because then you run into the obvious of them trying to eat it and getting sick or whatever the case may be. But ultimately, your garnishes are <clears throat> designated to enhance and complement the flavors of the entree you've created, not distract from them. They can be herbs or vegetable carvings or microgreens or edible flowers or something like that. And then you also want to make sure that you place them very purposefully. Place the garnish thoughtfully in order to add color or texture. You also want to avoid using unappealing garnishes like raw herbs, large chunks of citrus, and anything with a strong odor. Also, last, you want to make sure that your garnishes are quick and easy to apply so the food still goes out piping hot. You don't want to spend all this extra time on your garnish trying to um, get it all ready and then you end up making the plate cold or whatever the case may be. Nobody wants to receive a cold plate of food because it doesn't matter how pretty it is. If it's cold, ain't nobody eating it. You feel me? Well, those are my simple little suggestions and guidelines for plating food. I hope that you found this interesting and fun to listen to. Uh, please make sure that you share with your friends and family and always, always comment below wherever you're able to hear this um, and make sure that you let me know what you think. You know, maybe I can have you on as a guest. You never know. But until then, talk soon. Make it a great day.